Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hi there, everyone. This is Joe Zuccarello, your host of the Hey Joe podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please take a moment to do so. You can do that by visiting our webpage at paragonpetschool.com. You can not only subscribe there, but you can also listen to any and all previous podcasts. So be sure to take some time out to do that. Uh, This is a podcast that allows you, our podcast listener audience, to eavesdrop in on a conversation between myself and subject matter experts that we have sought out to bring to you so that you can learn from their, in some cases, decades of experience so that you might be able to do your job safer and wiser and smarter. So uh, today's episode is no different. Uh, Today's episode is based on safety and uh, trying to allow you to have some knowledge to protect yourself and keep your career going as long as you possibly can. So you're a dog groomer and you're working hard every day. But have you ever stopped to ask just how safe you're being or what you should be doing to maybe stay safer? Or even better yet, what about all that hair and dander and dust that's flying around in the air? Can this affect you long term? Well, we have a guest that's going to kind of shed some light on this. See what I did there? Shed some light on this uh, for you today. And she's going to share decades full of safety advice uh, with you and to bring maybe some additional awareness to what you can be doing differently now uh, to make sure that your career doesn't end with an unexpected injury that you could have prevented. Uh, our guest today is Jessica Romani, and Jessica is a third-generation family member to run their business. If the last name of Romani doesn't sound familiar, maybe the business name or product name ClipperVac might ring a better bell to you. Yes, Jessica Romani uh, is uh, uh, the leader of the pack over now over at ClipperVac now. She is the granddaughter of Marlene Romani, and Jessica's going to tell us a little bit about Marlene in a little while. Uh, Jessica has been grooming for over 12 years. Uh, she does a lot of industry speaking and seminars all across the country at trade shows and such. She's got a marketing degree, uh, just a really smart, smart, uh, young, energetic talent in this industry. What I really like about Jessica is that she is bringing a modern and innovative uh, uh, batch of ideas uh, to the grooming professionals, and it's all geared to moving or pushing our industry forward. So I'm real excited to spend some time with Jessica today. Today we are talking with Jessica Romani. 
is a third generation member in such a wonderful company, a company and, and group of people that I've known for many, many years. It seems like my entire career, so I'm really excited to have her on the podcast today. Uh, so she's going to uh, share quite a bit of information on that safety topic that we had talked about. But one thing I want to make sure that you do is, hey, Joe, listener audiences, please stick around to the end of this podcast because Jessica has brought a really great offer uh, to you. It's exclusive to the Hey Joe listener audience. So she's going to talk to you about that. So without further ado, Jessica, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me. We are really, really excited. You know, you and I have, have, have talked over the years, and one thing that it just impresses me about you and about your family is your intent not only to drive the industry forward, but also to, to, to pay specific attention to the health and well-being of, of pet groomers. Um, Jessica, do me a favor and, and tell the Hey Joe listener audience a little bit more about you. So I have been grooming for about 12 years now. Um, I learned just about everything I know mostly from my grandmother, Marlene Romani, which I'm sure a lot of you probably know. Uh, we focus on the clipper vac and providing a safe and efficient grooming environment for groomers, and that's our ultimate goal is to share everything that we've learned and that we know and to make sure that everybody is having the best grooming experience possible. Well, and and your grandmother Marlene is just a special creature, and and I know that we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of time for you to kind of tell us about her inspiration as it, as it relates to the clipper vac and such. And um, but one, I know that right off the bat, one of the things you wanted to make sure that we did was was talk directly to the pet groomers out there and about a a clean and healthy grooming environment. And you know, I, Jessica, I've been in a lot of grooming shops and. Mm -hmm. Clean and healthy are not necessarily always the adjectives I would use in some grooming shops. I know that I know you've been in a lot of grooming shops as well and talked to a lot of groomers. But uh, when I asked you about the clean and 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 healthy work environment, the grooming environment, you brought up three main areas that you felt that the groomers need to pay attention to. And I got to tell you, all of the groomers that I've been around, these are not things that come up on a regular basis in conversation. So I'm really anxious to get started. One of the very first ones that you had talked about uh, was pulmonary issues. So, uh, you know, I don't have a medical degree and, and I don't know a very many dog groomers that do. Um, that is breathing, right? That has to do with the, with the lungs. Tell us, tell us why you think that that is, is an area we need to be paying attention to. So as a groomer, we all day, every day are exposed to things such as pet hair floating around, such as dander or dandruff, um, nail dust. A lot of people don't think of nail dust, but nail dust is something that is especially dangerous. All of the chemicals that we're using, all of the shampoos, a lot of groomers, especially mobile groomers, are in confined spaces. So this consistent exposure to all of these things can really cause some pretty serious pulmonary issues. Um, in this industry, and it's a little bit scary to talk about, and I think a lot of people are not kind of up to date on um, all of the, the seriousness of pulmonary issues that are occurring in our industry. Um, one of the more familiar ones that a lot of people might have heard about would be the groomer's lung. And I've attended numerous trade shows in my career, and I'm always hearing these people, these people that have been in this industry for 30, 40 years coming to me and talking about their, um, the chronic cough, the shortness of breath, the wheezing, the chest pain, um, all of these kind of symptoms of groomer's lung. 
So um, I think that just trying hmm. to bring awareness to this and the continuous exposure that these groomers are dealing with every single day, I think it's something that we definitely need to talk about. Okay, so obviously groomers are going to think about the hair in the air, and some might even think about the dander or the dirt uh, in the air. You know, you hit that, you 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 grab that that high velocity blower, and 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 the moment that that high velocity that 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 rush of air hits that coat, uh, sometimes it looks like it's snowing in there. So, so you know, there's there's a lot of groomers that are familiar with the hair and and sometimes even the dirt and a dander. You said nail dust. So, okay, go go there <laughs> because I want to know more about nail dust. Yeah, so a lot of groomers are actually dremeling nails, which is nice because it leaves a really good finish for the nails. It makes them kind of not as jaggedy and sharp, but um, they're not thinking about the fact that the pets are running around outside in all kinds of stool and urine and bacteria, and then they run right into our grooming salons, and then we go ahead and take that dremel to those nails, and it's creating this fine dust which you're usually covered with your hands. You can see it on your face. You can smell it. It's a horrible smell. But just breathing that into your body, I mean, all of that bacteria, anything that could be found in the feces, like all of that is going directly into your lungs, which is very, very serious. And a lot of people don't think about that. Um, And it's good to wear a mask, which is perfect for while you're dremeling. But what happens is this dust is still falling all over the floor, falling all over the table. Um, And we try to clean it up as much as possible. But we know the grooming salon is a very active place with people going back and forth and dogs running around, um, force dryers. So this dust is constantly being kicked up and put back into the air that we breathe. So it's just a really, really hazardous thing. And a lot of people don't even think about dremeling the nails. And I know that the industry now has went to more of the uh, uh, the mechanic side of that, using a using a tool uh, like the Dremel tool to to file those nails. And you're right. I, and again, I'm a huge fan of that. And I never thought about uh, if you do that all day long, how much that dust can actually impact your capability or, or your ability to breathe and such. It's again, it's 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 so so much of a no-brainer to think about the the hair and the and the dander. But let's so. Okay, so we probably grossed everybody out by now about talking about yeah. nail dust and, and, and poo dust and things like that that come from the nails. Uh, and, and, and I think we've all got a really good understanding about that. Uh, you know, when you talk about hair and you talk about dander, uh, so many groomers just excuse it away. In fact, I've seen, I've seen images or videos on the Internet where groomers are standing in, 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 in drying rooms and you've got all of this hair floating around. I think that people just kind of don't know about the seriousness of being exposed to these kinds of things. Hmm. So when you say groomer's lung, is, is groomer's lung almost like a, uh, or, or it's almost like, I guess it's collected hair in, in the lungs. Is that what, is that what that's, uh, is that what's happening? Yeah, it's collected hair and then it's breathing in things such as chemicals um, in our disinfectants in our shampoos and things like that that kind of actually even breaks down the walls of our lungs, like the tissues. So um, it's kind of a combination of things. And um, it's been very common, especially with people my grandmother's age, it's kind of like built up over time a gradual condition of continuous exposure over all these years. And a lot of times you don't even realize that it's happening to you because it's such a gradual thing. Um, And by the time that you do realize you have it, I mean, the damage has kind of been done. 
So, yeah, it's Hmm. a pretty nasty thing. And I hear at trade shows, just every show I go to, just one person after another, like the wheezing and the coughing. And it's just, it's a very sad thing to see. Wow. So obviously you're going to shed some, see what I did there? I, I said that in my intro earlier about shedding some light on some safety things and using that as a pun. But, <laughs> you know, you're going, to, you're going to actually, you're going to be able to tell us a little bit about how the Clipper Vac, not a little bit, but a lot about how the Clipper Vac uh, unit can actually remove or reduce some of that, uh, that airborne uh, danger that's floating around. And we're going to get to that in a few minutes. Another another area that you had brought up to me that, that you felt that the grooming industry needs to know a little bit more about is repetitive motion injuries. So, you know, when I think about repetitive motion, I think of holding the shears, right? I think of the hand and the wrist. But you're, you've enlightened me to think about some other areas of the body when it comes to repetitive motion. Yeah, so naturally people will immediately go to the way that they're holding their their clippers or their scissors, which is totally correct. We should always be aware of the way that we're holding our equipment. But um, the two kind of common repetitive motion injuries that I see are tendinitis, which for those of you that don't know is inflammation of your joints. So for groomers, I mostly see this in wrists and elbows. Um, and then the other one is carpal tunnel, which is pressure on the median nerve, kind of in your hand-wrist area, that causes pain, tingling, um, numbness, and swelling. So um, things that can cause these repetitive motion injuries would be things like back brushing. So when you're back brushing, it's, it's a repetitive movement. So you're constantly back brushing, taking the clippers, going over and over again, um, trying to get that coat to look even. Um, so that could cause a lot of the swelling, a lot of the pressure, um, the carpal tunnel, all that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing that I've noticed a lot uh, for the groomers is the scissoring. The scissoring, I personally, I'm, I do not have my medical degree, but I personally believe that scissoring is probably the main cause of a lot of these groomers getting the carpal tunnel. Just because if you put your hand kind of in the scissoring position and you pinch right below your thumb, and you make yourself perform that scissoring movement, you can feel that muscle, you can feel that um, the pressure under your thumb just moving, um, which would, doing that over and over all day long, there's no way that you would be able to do that without causing any kind of swelling and inflammation. Hmm. Yeah, and, and, and not only all day long, maybe you're doing six, eight, ten dogs a day, but then five days a week, sometimes six days a week, Jessica, what about, uh, so, okay, so we've we talked about some airborne things. We've talked about repetitive. Uh, you used the word ergonomics with me. So when you're, when, obviously you can't not use scissors, right? So, I mean, that's our industry. You can't not use scissors. You can't not use clippers. But you talked about ergonomics. So what, what, what is, when you, when you think of ergonomics, what do you think of? So when I think of ergonomics, I think of um, things like table height. Your table should be almost at elbow height. You don't want to be bending down. You don't want to be um, leaning forward. You want to kind of be straight, keeping everything aligned, um, holding scissors correctly so that your wrist isn't bent, so that your thumb isn't in there in a funky position. So it's just kind of um, taking these steps to make yourself aware of how you're performing your, your job. So um, that's kind of what I think of 
and reducing things such as scissoring, um, reducing things such as back brushing, making things kind of efficient, cutting back on your grooming time so that you're not standing there holding these scissors and these clippers for so long. That's what I really think of whenever I hear ergonomics. You know, those are all great points. I mean, it goes beyond it goes beyond just the, the arm movement and, and shoulder movement and elbow movement and such, but it also then, you're, if, if those are going to be, I guess, exacerbated if the table's at the wrong height or uh, uh, if the table's maybe too deep, right? If the table's too big and, and, and maybe you're not m rotating the table around, but you find yourself reaching a lot. So you're putting yourself in a compromised position to begin with, let alone then add the repetitive motion into that and you're just asking for trouble. Yes, absolutely. So the third area that uh, you had mentioned that we need to pay attention to is skin problems or uh, uh, bacteria or skin infections. Do you mean for the pet, for the person, or both? So kind of both. Um, a lot of times dogs come in with conditions on their skin, whether it be yeast conditions, whether it be bacteria conditions. Um, so definitely for the pets, but a lot of times when I'm talking about like kind of the skin infections, I'm talking more about people. So um, a lot of times groomers, I don't know about you knowing about hair splinters, Joe, but groomers get, um, it's like these little tiny strands of hair. Um, a lot of times, especially with coarser breeds, but a little tiny strand of hair will actually pierce through the top layer of your skin. Um, and a lot of times you don't even really know it's there. Um, most commonly, I'll get them kind of in between my fingers, in the crease of my elbow. Um, you can virtually get them anywhere on your body, but um, they can be very painful, and they can even cause infection if that hair contain any kind of bacteria or any kind of contaminant whenever it pierces into your skin. So if you don't know it's there and it's in there with this bacteria on it, it could definitely cause infection if you don't get it removed. So, so Jessica, I've got a funny story for you. So when I was a young teenager and I was learning how to bathe dogs, uh, I thought I was growing hair in the crease of my elbow. And I thought, well, that's a really weird spot to grow hair. So what you're telling me is I probably had these hair splinters. Because I, I pulled them out. <laughs> you know, I was a, a teenager. I was probably just yanking at them because I thought maybe I was just becoming hairy in a place I shouldn't be. But it was probably <laughs> hair splinters. It could have been, yeah. Um, a lot of times I'll get them if I do a shave down on a, on a dog. Like I have a customer that has me shave down their labs, and I always seem, would always seem to get the hair splinters from that. So it's just hair that is kind of floating around in the air or hair that's falling into your body, especially if it were to fall into your, um, like your elbow area while your arm is straight, and then you bend your arm. It kind of like folds the hair into your skin almost. Like it makes the hair kind of pierce down into your skin. So, okay, so let's add all of these things up. So you've got these hair splinters, right, with bacteria and nasty on them. And then uh, uh, to your point, if let's say, let's say you're, you're shaving a pet uh, uh, down and these things now become airborne, right? Uh, well, you're shaving the pet down through rep repetitive motion. And then these things become airborne and now they are in your lung. I guess those hair splinters can be, in, those are, they can stick in your lungs then as, as well as they stick in your I guess maybe in all areas of your of your body, your your lungs, your 
throat everywhere. Ugh. All right, yeah, Jessica. I don't know how many people are having their lunches while we're talking, but uh, we're probably at a point maybe we need to give them a little bit of a break and come up for some air. And I just want to remind you who we're talking with, uh, all of you Hey Joe listener uh, podcast audience out there, we are talking to Jessica Romani with the Clipper Vac. She's describing uh, uh, these different scenarios and different solutions. Uh, feel free, jump on her website and take a peek there at uh, clippervac.com. Again, stick around to the very end of the podcast because Jessica's got a really great exclusive offer uh, just for you, the Hey Joe listener audience. And if you are driving and you can't remember or can't, I don't want you to pull off the road and have to put yourself in danger. If you can't remember what her website is, always go to paragonpetschool.com and we'll have all of the necessary information there as well. So Jessica, you told me that you learn everything that you know about dog grooming from your grandmother, Marlene Romani. And again, I have known Marlene for several, several years. What a really neat, special lady uh, she is. Can you tell me a little bit more about uh, kind of what, what was her inspiration? What were her early days like before Clippervac? So Marlene actually started out um, as a groomer. She was a single mom of two kids, and she needed to make an income. So she um, started grooming. She was 18 years old, and she started grooming in her basement. Um, so she started, taught herself. She was self-taught. She did um, her neighbor's dogs is how she started, and she ended up being really, really good at it. Um, but as she was going on and on, she had an uncle that was a barber, and her uncle had passed away from emphysema. So whenever they kind of further investigated the cause of his emphysema, um, they realized that his exposure to the dandruff and the hair as a barber is um, eventually what caused his emphysema and caused his passing. So um, just kind of give you an idea of what emphysema is. It's one of those pulmonary issues that I was talking about earlier. So um, it's basically a chronic um, obstructive pulmonary disease that involves gradual damage of the lung tissue. So when she found that out, she kind of went into a state of panic, like, oh, my gosh, I'm a groomer. I'm also being exposed to not people hair but dog hair and the dander and everything. So she went on a mission because she loved grooming. It was a great source of income for her, and she was not going to let that stop her. So um, she went out into her garage and with wooden box created the clipper vac. So that is the story behind the clipper vac. A lot of people don't know that, um, but as she kind of got it, pretty good for herself she started realizing like all these other groomers are exposed to the same thing and she kind of panicked and was like I need to I need to do something about this we cannot have this industry with all these people getting sick and getting hurt so that's kind of when she went on her mission and um, that's kind of whenever it started all back in 1985. Wow that is an awesome awesome story you know that's that is pure uh, innovation or invention at work right there. She she saw a problem, and, and of course she was trying to solve it for herself, uh, which is asking our, our Hey Joe listener audience to do, which is think about their own safety first and to make sure that uh, they are doing things early in their career so that they can have a, lo a long enough career. I'll tell you, this is one of those careers, Jessica, and I know that uh, you would uh, would agree to this, we, uh, unfortunately, groomers have to end their career in many cases well short of uh, their talent and skill level 
uh, because of because of injury or because of illness. Um, uh, you know, Melissa Verplank, she did a blog not too long ago on proper footwear uh, because she believes that you know without without your feet you can't use your hands and your arms and your and your and your shoulders in such an effective manner. You've got to be able to stand and uh, how that affects your back and everything. So you know what I really like, Jessica, about what you're doing is you're bringing uh, additional awareness to the industry. How does the Clipper Vac start to address some of these areas? For instance, how about that pulmonary? So we've got all of these, all of this debris, this gross stuff flying around in the air. How does the Clipper Vac? Uh, how does it? How does it help a groomer? So obviously, you still want to wear your mask because um, we're trying to prevent as much of this crap getting into your body as possible, but the, the clipper vac will actually remove the hair while you're clipping. So it's taking a lot of that airborne stuff, like the hair, the dander, the nail dust, and it's kind of containing it. So in, instead of it floating all around and falling all over the floor for you to breathe in, it's all being contained and kind of sucked into the clipper vac so that you're not exposed to it in the air. Oh, I see. So uh, and, and, you know, what a great name, right? Sometimes we get too frilly with our names and when we're trying to create products. I uh, personally uh, have benefited, uh, my businesses of past have benefited by the use of ClipperVac. In fact, uh, the, uh, the chain of grooming salons that I managed and operated, uh, every station had access to a ClipperVac. And I will tell you some of the most beautiful grooming and now, understanding the safety issue, probably some of the safest groomers uh, in those locations were the ones that that uh, uh, fully utilized the the, the clipper vac. So, uh, yeah, before any of that stuff gets airborne. Now, um, you uh, uh, you mentioned the hair and the dander and the dust, but you did you did kind of mention the nail dust in there. So, how does a clipper vac uh, help with that nail dust that you so? Uh, uh, nicely <laughs> described for us earlier. So we actually have an attachment that you can mount onto your Dremel. So your Dremel now actually hooks right up to the clipper back as well. So as you're Dremeling the nails, it is sucking up all of that dust that normally would be airborne or falling onto your table or going into your body. That is now all being contained and sucked into your clipper back. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay, so now I remember, I remember, uh, I want to say it was Doug at ClipperVac showing me some prototypes years ago of this device. So it is, it's it's out there, it's in the market, it's ready to be purchased, and uh, I would assume it's got to be pretty popular. Yes, it's very popular, and I mean, especially people that are all about the safety. It's so dangerous to be breathing in that stuff. So yes, it is definitely out there on the market. It's ready to go. People are loving it and taking advantage of it. That is really cool. Okay, so, so okay, so now I've got this clipper back hooked to my to my clippers, and I'm thinking about how does that affect repetitive motion? Um, again, uh, you know, it's clippers. You've got to do a certain amount of work with the clippers so I'm trying to okay I'm trying to put two and two together to try to figure out how does a clipper back eliminate some of that or reduce some of that uh, uh, repetitive motion so as you're clipping the clipper vac is actually the suction from the clipper vac is lifting all of the layers of the hair up at one time so you're no longer doing one layer of back brushing and then going over it again trying to get it to look even you're getting all of the layers at one time 
So you're completely eliminating back brushing, and you're reducing your amount of strokes that it takes to get the coat to all look even. Would that also, uh, 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 you know, tracking from blades and such, does it help with that as well then? Yes, absolutely. You'll see a significant decrease in the amount of track marks that you're going to be seeing. Um, another thing that's nice is since you're not spending all of that time doing the back brushing and the trying to get it even, you're not holding those heavy clippers in your hands as long. So when you're getting it even, you're not having to scissor as much either, which kind of goes back to the carpal tunnel thing. So the less scissoring, the better for your body. Oh, so it, it does it does cut down on, on scissoring. I didn't know that it would. I mean, I could see then when you're describing the clipping part and back brushing, but it does cut down on the scissoring as well because you're getting you're getting closer to a finished product then. Exactly. All right. So what about those those crazy little skin splinters? Uh, I guess because of the suction. <laughs> uh, I guess because of the suction from the from the vacuum, I have less chance of getting those little splinters now in my elbows or fingers or wherever else you said that you got those? Yes, since all that hair is kind of being contained, you're not really exposed to it as often. So you will really, really reduce your risk of getting the hair splinters if you're kind of sucking that all off of your off of your clippers the second it's cut. I mean, it's not, it's not even going to have a chance to hit your skin. It's immediately being sucked away by the clipper back. I would never claim to be a dog groomer. I, I learned the basics of dog grooming, um, and I uh, uh, truly appreciate the artistry that goes into dog grooming, and that's what kept me into this industry for so long because it's just that special and just has that many special people. But I know that my staff, uh, when they would utilize the Clipper Vac, they spent less money on sharpening their blades and even some of the maintenance on the clippers. Can you explain how how they got uh, uh, how they got to that point? While other people that did not use a clipper back uh, didn't necessarily have that uh, luxury. Yeah. So the reason behind that is the constant suction is pulling air past your blade. So it's um, almost keeping your blade cool the entire time you're grooming. So I can use one thirty blade under all of my different snap-on combs or guards all day long and that 30 blade is never going to get hot. So um, what's nice about that is obviously you're not going to be spending money on the cooling lubricants and everything like that, but when your blades aren't getting hot, they're not dulling down as quickly either. So um, you're definitely going to save on your sharpening expenses there. That is, uh, you know, part of part of the Hey Joe listener or the, the Hey Joe podcast, one of the benefits of the Hey Joe listener audience is that we bring uh, tips and tricks to help save uh, our groomer listener audience time, uh, but also increase their skill levels and keeping them safe and such. But uh, one really great part about what you're pointing out is actually saving them money. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, how do you give yourself a raise? Well, you either do more dogs, you either uh, have better sales of maybe extra services or price increases. Uh, but another way to make more money is to save money. And a dollar saved drops straight to the bottom line. So looking for a way to maybe reduce the amount of uh, uh, money that you spend on sharpening or maybe your uh, clippers getting hot and having to replace blade drives and, 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 and so on and all the other maintenance that goes in are just killing your clippers uh, uh, or your hands getting hot. I remember, oh, Jessica, I remember the old, uh, 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 the old clippers with the plastic 
uh, uh, shell, the round barrel type clippers that would just get like rocket hot. And then we would buy these like leather uh, boots that we would put on those. I would imagine that had those days involved clipper vac, we wouldn't have had to do that as often. Yes, I do remember. I mean, I still see people using those things, and I'm just kind of in disbelief. But they did get really, really hot. I mean, at some point, the hot blade on a dog's foot gets uh, uh, uncomfortable. So the dog is fidgety, and it's just a, it's just a battle all the way around. Uh, to the Hey Joe listener audience, just a real quick reminder of who we're talking to. We're talking to Jessica Romani uh, at ClipperVac. You can go to their website at ClipperVac.com and uh, see all of the fantastic innovations. Uh, Jessica is just a really great uh, energy uh, that she's bringing to the industry through innovation and modern techniques and such. Uh, you can also go to ParagonPetSchool.com to check out all of our uh, podcasts, this one and anything current, but also to find out more information and links to ClipperVac.com. Uh, so now, uh, Jessica, we're kind of at the tail end of our time together, and we've been holding off the audience. They're probably wondering what it is that you're uh, uh, able to provide to them uh, as an exclusive offer uh, as being Hey Joe listener uh, podcast subscribers. So would you mind uh, letting us know what it is that uh, you're making available? Yes. So we actually created an online coupon code um, that's exclusively exclusively for Hey Joe listeners that will give customers free shipping on the Tote and Mini Clipperback systems. Wow! So you've got so it'd be free shipping now. Uh, that I, I know that these units are not light. So for all of you Hey Joe listener audience members out there, uh, free shipping is a big, big savings when it comes to buying a Clipperback because uh, if if let's say uh, I think Clipperback, you guys are in Pennsylvania. That's where all the products are made, right? So uh, in Pennsylvania, if I have a Hey Joe listener audience member who is in uh, Washington State or California, Arizona, those areas, uh, the the delivery fees, the freight fees, shipping fees to get those uh, units to you are, are pretty uh, substantial. So uh, what a great offer that Jessica's bringing to you uh, for that. So Jessica, tell us, what is that online code? Uh, how do they redeem that? Uh, what's the best way for them to take full advantage of that? So they can go to www.clippervac.com and then go ahead and put either the tote or a mini clipper vac into the shopping cart. And then once you get to checkout, there will be a place where you can enter this coupon code. So the coupon code is going to be HEYJOE10. That's H-E-Y-J-O-E-1-0. So you can just enter that coupon code at checkout, and then that will go ahead and deduct the shipping amount off of your cost. That is pretty incredible. Now, I know you're not finished, right? Because you told me you had two things. So I don't think I've heard the second thing yet. So you tell me, what is that second thing? So as a bonus offer, I know I talked a lot about the pulmonary issues and probably scared a lot of people in the process. Um, But if you, in your checkout, while you're in checkout, you can also receive a free Grindair Dremel attachment. So that's the attachment that we had mentioned um, collects all of that nail dust while you're Dremeling the nails. So in order to receive the free Grindair Dremel attachment, if you just type Healthy Groomer into the notes section of the checkout page, you can also receive a free Grindair Dremel attachment on top of the free shipping. 
Wow. Okay, so Jessica, do me a favor and just give me another description of that uh, uh, that grind air Dremel attachment so that folks can understand exactly what that is. So the grind air attachment would mount onto your Dremel, and it would allow you then to hook your Dremel up to your clipper vac hose. So that's going to um, allow you to collect all of that nail dust while you're Dremeling the nails so that you're not breathing it into your body. Uh, you know, Jessica, I got to tell you that I am just, uh, I continue to be impressed by you, uh, by your family, by your company, by your products. And I know that the Hey Joe listener audience, if you have not experienced uh, uh, an interaction with the, the, the fine folks at ClipperVac, uh, please do so as, as, as soon as possible. If you have an older unit, what a great way to, to uh, uh, maybe convince yourself that you need a newer unit and take advantage of the, uh, the promo code uh, that uh, Jessica had talked about earlier, and that's Hey Joe 10 So you enter in uh, that code at checkout. Uh, and don't forget about that bonus offer of that, uh, uh, that grind air Dremel attachment as well. And just a quick reminder to all of the Hey Joe listeners out there, this podcast definitely does benefit by receiving questions submitted from folks just like you, pet industry experts, who are anxious to get answers to and possibly even hear their own questions covered with subject matter experts on an upcoming episode of the Hey Joe podcast. So please submit those questions it's very simple. Use the email address heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. Again, that email address is heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. Jessica, thank you so much for spending time with us. I wish you, your family, and your company the very best. Oh, thank you, Joe, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share everything that we've learned over the years. We really appreciate it.